BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. What's up, friends, and welcome into the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. It's week nine, and it's trade deadline. Mother effing reaction. Holy crap. Uh, also, we got Gary Davenport. It's a packed show. Jesus. Week nine, halfway there, Gary Davenport with plays, a monstrous NFL trade deadline, which, you know, Boggs, I was at uh, Arizona Fall League today and, you know, doing video and stuff. Every time I would refresh my timeline, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I traded too. Like, what? Calvin, what? Calvin Ridley? Like, what? what? what is happening here? Um, the trade deadline has become like the NBA trade deadline. And this is, I think, two years straight now, man. Yeah. And it's. I think it's only going to get better to be honest with you, because I think there are some teams that are just know they're dead in the water and start to trade. Uh, and, but also there's more teams that think they're in it. And also mm. there's some good deals to be got at the deadline sometimes. So, well, to your um, point right there, I saw a note about one of the trades we're going to talk about with the bears. The bears made a pretty aggressive trade move uh, for a wide receiver. And a lot of people were yes, like, they did. All right. Yes, they did for your team. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it. They're like, all right, what are we doing here? And the comment was that the team wasn't positive or feeling good about the wide receiver free agent market that was coming up. So wanted teams were doing a little bit of a look ahead and wanted to get ahead of things because there were no good free agents they could get in on. And, you know, you think about that specific Claypool situation, you know, there there were multiple of the same division teams. Packers were in on it so they had to be a little bit hyper aggressive they got their guy because you can't sit back and wait and you're just yeah you're just seeing a more aggressive trade deadline which by the way is fantastic for the NFL so good the problem is is it's so new that no one has really been able to no one is properly monetize it or expect it because what do we have in like the NBA trade deadline there's trade deadline special and they're live and hours before and the fantasy people Dude, um, as the trade deadline. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but as the trade deadline was happening, you you know what was on NFL Network? No replay of Monday Night Football. Yeah, and that's wild. That see that that's that's my point that the NFL hasn't even understood what it is because like um, our friends over, I think they changed their name. Is it is Hoopball even Hoopball anymore? Isn't it? It's Sportsitos. Uh, Sportsitos with uh, Dan Bespris and and Aaron Bruski and like. For years, they will do these big fantasy trade deadline specials. Bam. MLB, same thing. You know, pitcher list and everybody do all these trade deadlines. That doesn't exist for football. Everyone is ready to react to the trades. But now this is two years straight where you have these really active hour, hour and a half before that might really warrant, you know, having deeper conversation about it because there was some serious stuff. Now, I would point out at the end of the day, how much actually changed it's we'll talk about it. It's going to be not as much as we might've thought because I think some of the most impactful players didn't end up actually getting traded, which was pretty unfortunate, but there were some big ones. There's a lot of future stuff out there and a lot of head scratchers, like the cost of a wide receiver 
versus the cost of a running back is still always going to be surprising. So we're going to break down those trades here. Uh, I did not make the interview with uh, Gary, so it is going to be Bogman and Gary Davenport, who host the defensive, the individual defensive podcast, which you guys can check out, talking IDP. They're going to go through the week nine plays, and we do have voicemails. We actually, we got just under the gun. I told you I am, we are no longer sending out the bat signal. Uh, I will give credit to ITL Army. I want to say Barrow is probably the leader of that. And they definitely put in, uh, you know, hey, get your voicemails in. I hate to tell him, though, it did nothing because when he posted it, not a single new voicemail came in, but a flood came in all around the same time prior to this. Yeah, So that's good. good. So we do have some. We have a parody song from our boy Jack Voice. We do have the Barrow Report, and we've got a couple others here, which we'll get to in just a tiny bit. So let's talk about the trade deadline. Let's actually talk about your trade first here boggs because i i got to do the super fun exciting thing yeah which i got to be the very first person to uh send it to you and i sent it immediately to you i mean had no compensation refreshing adam schefter like uh because you sent it to me and the minute you sent it to me said the same minute on my phone like it said posted at 12 33 and you had sent it to me at 12 33 so well, there was no know, way I could have got to it before that. You know how your TV has a better connection than mine? You're wired into the uh, <laughs> NFL network. I'm wired into Adam Schefter and uh, all those guys. I get them a little, just a tiny bit before, but I got yeah, to I'm more that, of an that, Ian Rappaport guy than an Adam Schefter guy. So, hey, understandable, both, all of it. Whatever, they're both yeah, the same. Give me Jeff so. Passan and we'll call it a day. And we'll sure. call it a day if we go over yeah. to baseball. Um, with the trade, Chase Claypool is traded from the, four, uh, let's say the 49ers, the Steelers, to the Bears and Bogman texts me and he goes, Man, I hope we get like a third round pick. At then least we see the compensation. A second round pick drops in on this trade. Well, we also find you know out- why I didn't text you back after you told me that? Because I well, was too busy in here cleaning up the spooky ghost. Uh, I was so. I was about to say <laughs> it took you a decent amount of cleanup. That's why your hair is looking <laughs> all slick back. Yeah, you yeah, take a yeah. shower. Yeah. Right. We found out that the Green Bay Packers had also put out the exact same trade offer, which is wild here. So Packers and the Bears, both with second round pick options. The Steelers obviously look at the Bears and go, that's going to be a better pick. So they go with the Bears side, probably, you know, called the Packers and said, hey, you know, you have an opportunity if you want to add something. Otherwise, we're going to the Bears. And they just said, F Aaron Rodgers. And then Chase Claypool (laughs) becomes a Chicago Bear. So... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door, and after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Let me tell you something about In This League. 
guest time on the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast, and I bring in one of my friendos, one of my best friends in the industry. We do an IDP show every single week here for you guys. Gary Davenport at IDP Sharks. Uh, Gary, you're at, um, of course, Fantasy Sharks, and uh, you're at Football Guys, and you're at The Athletic. Uh, you write for uh, Roto World or NBC Sports Edge, whatever we're calling it now. Uh, you do a show with me, which of course is highest on that. Uh, but uh, tell everyone where they can find your great work, what all you do, and um, you know, uh, just everything about you that we want to know, Gary. Oh, I'm an NFL and fantasy football analyst at Bleacher Report, senior staff writer at Fantasy Sharks, contributing author and associate editor at Football Diehards, IDP staff writer at Football Guys, staff writer at NBC Sports Edge. Uh, freelancer for the athletic probably some other places that i'm forgetting sorry about that because <laughs> i try to remember everyone that sends me a check and you can find just <laughs> twitter at idp shirts every time you ask me tell us about everything you're going to be doing man i can't remember all that crap that's right and tuesday the busiest day of the week for gary which is why it's taken till this point to get him on the show here so uh actually you know, mondays are worse i worked yesterday. mondays are worse I started working about 9.30 Monday morning and stopped about 8.30 Tuesday morning. Wednesdays are worse for me. That's uh, It's funny how everyone has a different day uh, in terms of craziness. Because Wednesday, it's just I, I start with Welsh. We do the wheel. And then I go uh, to Fantasy Pros for college football. Then I do Fantasy Pros for IDP. And then I finish. I do my college football article. Wednesday night uh, to make it available for Thursday morning. So uh, that is uh, that's my day. That's my crazy day is Wednesday. Everyone has a different one, but uh, this one has been particularly crazy because of the nutso trade deadline that we had. We just went over, uh, just got done recording the individual defensive podcast, talked about the defensive side on that show. And now uh, obviously the Welsh and I, before this, uh, you are listening to this. We are recording this as the trade deadline is ending right now. Uh, so we just got news like two minutes ago about Naheem Hines being traded to Buffalo, which is just crazy to me. But um, let's start with some questions. Welsh and I already broke down a bunch of the trades earlier in the show. So I just want to let's start with uh, Jonathan Taylor. He has not looked good. I guess uh, maybe a little bonus now that Naheem Hines is off this roster and on to Buffalo. Um, for him, I think all it really means is Deion Jackson is going to get more use. But um I'm starting to worry about JT. Obviously, he's been hurt in this last game on Sunday. He had his ankle taped midway through the second quarter. He went back in and finished, but didn't quite look the same. Are you worried about JT? And if you are rostering him, are you thinking about maybe selling? If you can get like a, you know, a Dalvin Cook back or something. I don't even think you can now. So tell me about JT and your worry level about him. I don't know about worried. Let's go with concerned. Okay. And I think the biggest problem isn't even so much Taylor and it wasn't high. It's that offensive line in Indianapolis, which is not good. It's yeah. we are so used to Indianapolis having one of the best offensive lines in the game. And that's just not the case. It's, they're closer to bottom 10 than top 10. And it's just been harder for them to find running lanes. The problem with selling, like you said, you no one's going to trade you Dalvin Cook for him right now. It's not going to happen. So if you do try to sell, you're selling low. And I just, you're better off. I mean, if you want to try to sell, it depends on when your trade deadline is. But I'm not selling Jonathan Taylor for 40 cents on the dollar. Now, if the trade deadline's a little later, and let's say he goes out this week against, um, oh, I can't even remember who the Colts play this week, whatever team they play, and goes off for a buck and a half and two scores, then maybe you consider selling. But no, I'm not going to give him away. Yeah, I mean, it's just tough right now. And uh, the Colts are on the road against New England, by the way. Not a, oh, not a great well, matchup. Well, never mind. Yeah, not a great matchup. Uh, you could so, still do it. Keep hoping. Oh, alive, yeah. You gotta yeah, I mean, it's still JT. Alive. But, um, yeah, you know, you talked about the offensive line. Um the only one that's been good is Braden Smith, the right tackle. He's uh, right now, just in terms of PFF rated 22 out of 78 tackles on the other side, Kelly uh, ranks 66, a uh, Quentin Nelson, who, uh, you know, we know as an outstanding offensive lineman only ranks 36, uh, 51st in run, uh, run block grade, way better in that's pass crazy. block grade. Um, you that's know, crazy. Uh, 
the other uh, Ryan Kelly, we have Ryan Kelly at center and then David Kelly uh, at tackle. Also bad, 25 out of 34 rated centers uh, in pass blocking. And Pryor is their worst offensive lineman. Uh, 72 out of 74 pass block grade and 72 out of 75 run block grade. Uh, just terrible. Uh, the line has been absolutely atrocious. So that is a big part of it. Injuries and a stagnant offense um, also have not helped JT at well, all this year. But so. to be fair, I mean, okay, a month into the season, we're freaking out about Derrick Henry. Is anyone freaking out about Derrick Henry now? No. no. So a couple big games and you'll be right back on track. I don't know. I mean, obviously hindsight being 2020, if you could go back and do it all over again, Jonathan Taylor's not going to be the first overall pick. I don't think any running back this year would have been the first overall pick. Anyone Christian McCaffrey. Maybe. <laughs> that's, two or three weeks ago, you probably wouldn't have said that. You'd said Cooper. Sure. But he just had this big game with San Francisco. So now that's changed that situation. Well, just going to San Francisco, I think, is so much better for him. Right. Um, you know, because that's a run first team with a good run blocking O line, uh, you know, and a quarterback yeah, and Jimmy Garoppolo that makes you want to run the ball. Given so the durability issues in two weeks, we could be talking about, oh my God, Elijah Mitchell's back. That's we, you can't freak <laughs> out too much. You can't look too far ahead. You got yeah. to live in the now. You're going to have to roll Jonathan Taylor out. You don't have to, even in a bad match against Patriots, you're not going to sit him. And just hope that things get better. I don't know that his work, like you said, Deion Jackson's going to see more work. I don't know that we're going to see some big spike in Taylor's usage. I, yeah. It's not like he wasn't getting the ball. No, I just think like Naheem Hines is a goal line player. He has been since his days at NC State. I think his senior year, he had like 24 touchdowns or whatever. So, uh, you take that away from the Colts, and now it's all JT near the goal line, which is good for him. What uh, did you James know? Cook do to make the Bills mad at him? I don't know. I think it's just not, you know, be a rookie, I think is what it is. So, he looked good against I thought so, Green too. Bay, though. I, I, I thought so, too. But I guess, you know, uh, you're the Bills, and you're seeing all these teams make these moves, and you know you're the best team in the AFC. Uh, I guess you do whatever you can. And it must well, have I mean, been, we don't even know what the compensation is yet. We haven't even heard. So It's not that they were, you, I mean, they had expressed interest in getting a pass catching back anyway. They almost signed McKissick in the offseason before that thing fell apart. But So I'm a little surprised there. And I, yeah. if I'm a Devin Singletary guy, I'm not a Devin Singletary manager. I'm not pleased. I'm, I mean, if, I'm a, if I have shares of Cook, I'm apoplectic. But I wouldn't be happy <laughs> if you're a Devin Singletary guy either because I, I think you're just going to see that split that much more. I don't think any of the three is necessarily going to have fantasy value most weeks. Uh, yeah, it's not that you can do more, not anything more than a flex. Uh, now, my my other question, and then we have a lightning round, and I just want to uh, ask you if we're nailing in the co the coffin on some players. But uh, let's talk about your game. You know, I'll give you a little uh, a, a little time to brag about your Browns here. Um, but my big question coming off of that game is do we need to panic about the Bengals offense without Jamar chase? Because it looked pedestrian. Uh, Burrow was harassed. I mean, it's a bad matchup, you know, for Jonah Williams against miles Garrett, miles Garrett was toying with him. It felt like, uh, most of the game. So, um, what, what do you think, uh, about the Bengals offense now that chase is going to miss, you know, I, it seems like three to six more weeks. I wouldn't necessarily freak out. I think they'll work the kinks out. I think we saw Tyler Boyd become more involved in the past. Tyler Boyd was already becoming more involved because what teams yeah. had been doing when Chase was out there was they were playing a ton of too deep, too high safeties. Yeah. So the Bengals finally figured out, hey, we'll start going to Tyler Boyd over the middle of the field where there's that hole in that Tampa 2 zone. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... Um, yeah. In this league, probably, I wouldn't be surprised we're going to see it probably revert more to the dink and dunk it was earlier in the season before they finally started getting a few chunk plays from Lamar Chase. It's not going to be a bad offense. T. Higgins will get his. He did last night. Tyler Boyd, to a lesser extent, will get his. Joe Mixon, his yardage number just kind of sucked. Between five or six catches from a PPR perspective, it wasn't terrible. Got me a win in the Great White Shark League, so what do I care? <laughs> I think the biggest hit is probably Burrow because, I mean, he had been on fire and worked his way into the top five fantasy quarterbacks. Looked like, you know, he was potentially going to crash that party at the very top, and we saw what happened Monday night, and I don't know that we're going to see some great turnaround. Although this week, I mean, they get a little bit better matchup. They do have to go up against Brian Burns, but the Carolina Panthers are not an especially good football team. And right. I think you'll see Cincinnati come out with quite a bit of urgency this week after getting their hats handed to them. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I hope so. I've got, uh, you know, I don't like the Bengals, but I've got a, a decent amount invested in uh, T. Higgins here. So I actually, you know, I stick up for Joe Mixon all the time. I don't have many shares of him. Uh, I was I was taking uh, Javante Williams ahead of him. So I don't have, I have many a shares of Mixon. Couple. Yeah, I think I have two or three. I think Deathmatch might have Mixon. So, um, but... Um, I only have him in one or two spots, but I still I still believe in him. Um, I want to go lightning round, and I want to ask you, are we nailing in the coffin on some of these guys that have been pretty bad recently? Or one of them is hurt. But, uh, oh, cool. I get to Cor- say, he's dead. Uh, right. Corlin Sutton, is he dead? No. Three bad weeks in a row. You're not, we're yeah. not concerned? Well, again, like I said in the individual defense podcast, I ignore London games because they're just weird. Denver at least showed <laughs> some been, signs. Since of, Greg Dolkich came in, it's been oh, they've gone away from Sutton and towards Dolkich, right? You know, he's less wide receiver two now than probably wide receiver three slash flex, but I'm not putting a nail in his coffin yet. He's always one long pass away from a big stat line. Uh, David Montgomery, is he dead? I mean, he should be because Khalil Herbert's better, but they keep going towards him. So No, he's not dead. Like you said, they're going to keep giving him the ball. I know that uh, Everflew said they're going to go with a hot hand, but that's bull crap because if it was, then Khalil Herbert would get twice as many touches as David Montgomery. And yet every week they split it right down the middle, and I think Montgomery's a better bet in a given week than Herbert to get goal line carries and a touchdown. So No, he's not dead. Michael Thomas can't stay on the field. Is he dead? Dead. Oh, dead. Stone dead. <laughs> Has already started decomposing dead. He is a guy. I mean, we got a 16 by this week. If you need to dump his ass to get a player who can help you now, by all means, make with the dumping. Uh, Damian Harris. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson he gets more and more snaps every single week. I know he's not going to be completely dead, but just in terms of startability moving forward, is he dead? Yes, for now he's dead. But sure as you know what, if you drop him, Stevenson's going to get hurt that week <laughs> and you're going to kick yourself for a month. I've got him in a handful of leagues for now. Just staple him to the bench and hope that he works his way back into the equation a little bit. Uh, Robert Woods is Robert Woods dead. I mean, Tennessee, you know, they had their perfect game plan this week with Malik Willis starting pass the ball 10 times, complete it five and run it 40 times with Derrick Henry, which is exactly what they did. Um, they just, you know, with, Tannehill 
even with Tannehill in, it looks like this offense has no passing game. Is Robert Woods dead? More weeks than not, he's dead. However, I do think in week nine, he might actually not be dead because they're going to have to throw the ball against Kansas City. You're not going to be able to stay in a game with the Chiefs playing that run all the time nonsense. They're going to have to throw by necessity, and Woods is easily their best passing game target. So I could see him having a nice volume game this week. So it's like only games where you look at the Titans and you go, they're about to get their ass kicked. Because uh, the Titans are 5-2. and two. They're not a bad team, but they have not, you know, they barely beat Houston. They beat the Colts by nine. They, they had a comeback win against the Commanders. Uh, they, they won by seven against the Colts. They beat the Raiders by two. Uh, they lost to the Giants by one, and they got smashed by the Bills on Monday Night Football Week 2. So you look at the rest of the schedule, uh, Kansas City is where you can trust Robert Woods. They'll probably run it 50 times against the Broncos, 50 times against the Packers, 50 times against the Bengals. Going to have to pass against the Eagles, then uh, run with, against the Jaguars, probably have to pass against the Chargers, uh, run against the Texans, run against the Cowboys, run against the Jags. That's what it looks like. I don't know about Dallas. I'm looking Dallas is Dallas. championship week, and it's a Thursday. That Dallas offense, look, it showed up this past week. If Dallas can put together offense like that to go with the defense they already had going, the Eagles may not run away with the NFC as easily as many expected. Dallas that's December impressive. 29th. So who knows what we're doing by then? Of right. Course. But um, uh, all right. So two more Daryl Henderson is Daryl Henderson dead because Ronnie rivers led in carries this week. They say, you know, hot hand Kyron Williams going to come off the IR here. They didn't end up trading cam acres. So I guess he's still involved. Is Daryl Henderson dead now? No. I don't think so. I guess that the reason that Ronnie Rivers drew the start last week was that Henderson had had an illness and he was having some breathing problems. To my understanding, he's still their starter. I don't know why they didn't go out and get an upgrade at the, at the position. And the Rams' run game is trash, so I, he's not more than a flex. But no, Henderson's not dead. Uh, last one, Drake London. They hate throwing the ball in Atlanta. Hate it. Uh, you would think game script would be better for them, but it doesn't seem to matter. Um, even in this game script where they threw the ball more this week, it went to Kyle Pitts. Didn't go to London. They hate throwing the football, Gary. Are, are we? Is Drake London dead? He's on life support. And He's if you dead gotta, until they go to Ritter, right? Right, right. If you got to pull the plug, then it's understandable. And we've seen the talent, but like you said, the passing volume just is not there. It was this past week against Carolina, like you said, and we had a Kyle Pitts sighting. So even when Mariota does – for attempt, you know, 28 passes, which is nothing for most quarterbacks, but sky high for him. There's just not enough target volume to support Pitts and London. So it's probably going to be one or the other every time that, and it doesn't happen that often. So you're, you know, you're counting on maybe you can get lucky that one time out of a month. So unless uh, like a bye week or injury fill in something like that. No, I'm not trying to trot him out every week. It just sounded like you're trying to explain why your crystals work. It's like, well, they're not going to work every single time. And if you think about them too much, they're definitely not going to work. Right. But if you put them in your pocket and they become more of an ingrained thing. If you start Drake London, you. if you start Drake London 16 <laughs> times, you'll be happy twice. <laughs> Which means Drake London is dead uh, for this season until Desmond Ritter comes in. That's what I would say. I don't think we're uh, going to see Desmond Ritter no time dude, soon. We better. We better. How? How can we not see him? That that's my question. The Falcons are in first place. Uh, okay, do uh, you think that's going to last? But given that, have you seen the NFC South? I have. It's bad. You think the Falcons are the best team? I think uh, the Saints come away with that. I don't think there is a best team. I think what we they're all bad. At is who is the least worst? Yeah. I'm, so who would you bet? You know what? I want to do just real quick. Uh, I'm going to go to DraftKings. I'm going to see. Uh, if we can get odds on that division just real quick, because well, I mean, what would you put it at? Uh, who, who do you think is going to win? Do you, you do think it's going to be Atlanta or is that uh, mm, they're winning now? I don't know. They're winning now. Uh, let me see. Uh, parlays team futures. Here we go. Uh, conference division winner. Um, all right. Okay. I got it right here. Um, so, who do you think betting odds say is the number one to win the division? Uh, Tampa. Tampa is correct. Minus 135 right now. Uh, who do you Tampa's think is second? Sucker bet. 
Uh, probably New Orleans. Incorrect. Atlanta is number oh. two at plus 210. The Saints are plus 550. And the Panthers are plus one thousand. Well, but, if I was gonna bet, if I'm gonna bet, then I'm gonna take that plus five fifty and try to make me some cabbage. Yeah, me too. Uh, three and five, the Saints are. So are the Bucks and the Falcons are four and four. The Panthers are two and six. They're obviously uh, not winning it. But well, they're not. Don't count the Panthers out yet. They're only two. I games am back. counting the Panthers out. Uh, oh, I am not. I do not hater. believe in them. Yeah, hater. they got look. They got eleven games to change my mind. Uh, but I don't think PJ Walker is going to do it for 11 more games. So, uh, hey, at least PJ Moore's back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, look, uh, yep. Yeah, don't take your helmet off, but he's pretty good, which I still don't think was his fault. I mean, you're an NFL kicker, make that kick. But, uh, Welsh and I've gone, you know, around in circles on that whole thing. Uh, so, but anyway, let's get to the plays here. It is by apocalypse this week. Uh, as we've mentioned before, we've got, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, the Giants, the Steelers, and the Niners all on by this week. So um, this is going to make this you know game a little more difficult. But um, give me a surprise QB1 for Week 8, Gary. If you're looking at ECR, the top 12 here are Allen Hurts, Mahomes, Lamar, Murray, Herbert, Burrow, Tua, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, Justin Fields, Tom Brady, is in there as a th- this is well, this is probably the hardest question right here. So give me someone that is not in the top twelve that you think okay, uh, could be in a QB the top one. twelve. Uh, let's see, I could do that, but I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll give you mine while you're looking. You, mine is gonna I, be Aaron Rodgers versus Detroit, just because Detroit secondary is terrible. That's the one I said I'm not gonna do because he's 13. If Aaron Rodgers can't do it this week, then I don't know why the hell you even have him on your roster, much less yeah. in your lineup. <laughs> Correct. So who who are you? I'll go take? a little deeper. I'm gonna go with the red rifle, Andy Dalton against the Baltimore Ravens. Andy Dalton against the Ravens. You uh, know what? That what that New Orleans offense since Dalton took over has been good. And the Raiders can be had through the air. So Chris Olave gonna have a big night. Big day this week. Big day. Big day. Oh, man. I hope you're right. Um, yeah, he, he didn't do it against Vegas. So uh, pretty disappointing there. But they didn't need him to because Vegas didn't score. Right. Alvin uh, Kamara scored 14 touchdowns. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Set your mind free with a free plan from Fidelity. Start by organizing your plan around what matters most to you. As you go, you'll be able to see your full financial picture, which covers spending, saving, debt, and goals in one simple view. Get started by visiting fidelity.com slash free plan. Expenses charged by your investments and other costs and fees associated with trading or transacting in your account apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. In this league. Oh, I remember. I love In this league. Yeah, I remember that. Who we uh who is deeper that um, you know, maybe in a deep league or a super flex play, someone that you like more than you have recently. Uh I'll give you mine. Mine is Matt Stafford 
at Tampa Bay, I guess. Just because this week, once again, hardest week to do this, I, I feel like. Uh, because, I mean, Derek Carr's at 17, uh, Stafford's at 20. But after that, you got like Ellinger's at 21, then Tannehill, Walker, Mac Jones, Mills, Wilson, uh, and then a bunch of guys that aren't going to start. So it's ugly this week. Who who uh, a little bit deeper are you throwing a dart on? We'll go PJ Walker at Cincinnati. We just look at what Jacoby Brissett just did on Monday night. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, PJ Walker at Cincinnati. All right, let's go down to RBs here, Gary. A surprise RB1, someone that isn't ranked among the top 12 RBs. Once again, I'll run them down real quick. This is uh, Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Eckler is one. Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs, Ken Walker, Aaron Jones, Travis Etienne is at seven. Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor is at 10. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Pierce is number 12. So who is going to jump into that top 12 uh, that is not ranked in there right now? All right, I tried this last week, and I paid for it a little bit. It was unfortunate, <laughs> but I'm going back to the well. Raheem Mostert against the Chicago Bears just got gashed by Tony Pollard with Roquan Smith. Now they don't have him no more, so I, I think Miami's <laughs> going to be able to get it done on the ground against Chicago. Raheem Mostert going to have a big day, over 100 total yards and a touchdown. I'm going to go with uh, Miles Sanders at Houston. He's ranked 14, and Houston has the worst run defense in the NFL. We just saw Derrick Henry put up 200 on him. I think Miles Sanders goes absolutely nuts in this game, uh, so I love him. How about a surprise RB2 for Week 8 here, Gary? Is there someone that's jumping into this RB2 area that uh, you're liking? Um, uh, I'll give you mine real quick while you're looking uh, to start for me. I'm going to go with Khalil Herbert versus Miami. I keep saying hot hand. You got to go to the hot hand. He's so much better than Montgomery. We did see Khalil Herbert way more after Montgomery fumbled in that game against Dallas. So I'm going to go with Herbert. I mean, the whole idea for the Bears, especially without Roquan, should be run the ball and uh, do not let the other team's offense get the ball. So um, let me roll with Herbert. Who are you going here? Caleb Huntley of the Atlanta Falcons Ooh. against the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, Algier got the touchdown last week, so everyone's looking to him. Caleb Huntley had more carries, I believe 16. Had yep. more rushing yards, I want to say nine, right around 90. Might have been like 90. I think it was 90. I think it was exactly 90. Okay, 16 carries for 90 yards, and the Chargers cannot stop the run. So, And you got to think Atlanta, you know they love to run the ball. They're going to try like hell to – take the air out of the ball in that game and keep it away from Justin Herbert and that Chargers offense. So Caleb Huntley, 90 plus total yards and a touchdown. Oh, look at that. Calling out the yards and the score too. I like it. Um, how about an RB three, a sleeper RB, just one that you're going to throw a dart on. I had James cook. I still kind of like him because I think they'll ease Naheem Hines in. Uh, in Buffalo, and they're playing the Jets. I just think they're going to get up way big, take Singletary off the field, and give it to Cooks for like most of the third and fourth con uh, quarter here. But um, I don't know. They just traded for Naheem Hines, so maybe that's a bad pick at this point, Gary. Uh, who's a dart throw RB you like this week? Oh, what the heck. Let's go with Isaiah Pacheco against the Tennessee Titans. Chiefs get up big. He gets some garbage time carries in the fourth quarter and punches it in. I like that one. Uh, surprise wide receiver one for week eight. I'll just go ahead and throw mine out there for you. Uh, I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett against the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals have been getting gashed through the air um, uh, decently. I just feel Lockett in this game. DK Metcalf still working through whatever this knee thing is, but it's a different guy. And I don't know. Did you see Lockett talking about how it's amazing what a team can do when no one cares about credit? He you just want to go out there and win talking about russell everyone said he said he's said that before like five or ten times in his career he did wasn't talking about russell wilson why everyone got trying to throw russell wilson under? i didn't even see the russell wilson stuff i just thought it was poignant i thought it was smart you know um because it's true well you know, a lot of Smith people isn't uh you know someone that is right out there begging for the cameras and stuff so people took that to mean that he was taking a shot at russell wilson and i don't believe he was i don't again i don't know why everyone has decided that we should all hate russell wilson 
I mean, he's just a goofball and corn, right? Like that. That's all. But that's not like not a bad person, you know. No, so it's fine. Chill, man. Relax. Why do you gotta fill <laughs> your heart with hate? <laughs> Uh, so, so I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett versus Arizona. Who's the surprise wide receiver one for you? You know what? Since I went with PJ, PJ Walker as a quarterback, who could have a big week against the Cincinnati Bengals. Give me DJ Moore in Cincinnati coming off that long touchdown and the helmet gaff against the Atlanta Falcons. He's <laughs> going to redeem himself with 120 receiving yards and a touchdown. Man, you're going deeper than me, too. I got Lockett is at 15. DJ Moore is at 17. Top 12 here. Hill, Jefferson, Diggs, Cup, Hopkins, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Higgins, Waddle, Evans, St. Brown, and Olave as a wide receiver one this week against Baltimore. So a lot of people agreeing with you there, Gary. Um, Surprise wide receiver two for week eight. Who do you got there? You know what? I'm going to go a little deep here, too. Give me Joshua Palmer of the Los Angeles Chargers. Against the Atlanta Falcons. Keenan Allen did not practice Monday. I wouldn't freak out about his week nine availability yet, but it would have been nice to see him on the practice field. Even if Keenan Allen does play, there will not be any big Mike Williams in that game. Falcons can most assuredly be had through the airs. Palmer's going to have a good day. We'll go 90 receiving yards and a touchdown. Look at that. Big numbers here. Uh, I'm going to go with Romeo Dobbs at Detroit. Um, You know, they didn't trade for a wide receiver at the deadline, Green Bay. Uh, We thought, you know, Brandon Cooks was assuredly going to go there. I guess they just couldn't get the contract thing to work or whatever, compensation. I don't know what it was, but it didn't work. Matt Aberflus, the – not Everflus, the general manager in Gooden Coops. There we go. Oh, he Gooden hates Coops, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. He just hates him. Hates <laughs> his guy. Uh, and Ro- look, Romeo Dubs back out of the doghouse after a big touchdown last week. I think so. He made a couple uh, of nice catches in that Bills game. He did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, right now he is sitting at wide receiver twenty nine. So I'll put him up in that top uh, wide receiver two area for this week. Who is your dart throw wide out? I'll just give you mine. I'm going to go with you in Cincinnati. Uh, Chidobe Awuzie hurt, so it might be uh, Cam Taylor Britt on DJ Moore. That means Eli Apple on Terrace Marshall, and I like that. Give me Terrace Marshall at Cincinnati. So your last one, Gary, who do you have for a, a dart throw wide out for oh, week number nine I'm, here? I'm digging through the trash here. Let me go. You know what? Had a huge game in his last game before the bye. Titans are not an especially stout team in the secondary. Give me McCole Hardman of the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what? Give me McCole Hardman and Marquez Valdez Scantling. They both (laughs) score a touchdown. I think they're both so deep there because, like, when you're doing your ECR ranking, the bye week teams are always buried. So I think that's why they're so low, but I love both those picks. They both been good. And um, I mean, they did trade for Kadarius Tony. So, but uh, Andy said it's going to be a gradual, uh, you know, adding him to the offense. Yeah. So. Let's hope Kadarius Tony can pull his head out of his, you know what? And because the talent is most assuredly there. Just hadn't been able to stay on the field. And he did not rub either regime he played for in New York the right way at all right yeah exactly so i i think if you you know you go to kansas city and you're around vets you're around uh mahomes who has won a super bowl kelsey who's a vet Juju, oh, you're playing for andy reed you're playing for andy reed one of the most respected head coaches in the nfl eric b has been up for a head coaching job forever like i just think it's a good room to get an unruly guy in because it's just shut up and do your job everyone everything else here is clicking so right. If you if he come in here and try to rock the boat, you're going to be out real fast. Right. So, if he can't get it together in Kansas City, it's not getting together. How much? I mean, we didn't mention him and nail the coffin because I don't think we needed to. But how much is trading for Kadarius Tony just a big old middle finger to Sky Moore? By the way, um, yeah, no kidding. I mean, that guy is dead you in know, Kansas City right now for a redraft. But I, oh yeah, yeah, know, not in Dynasty. But you right can't now. have that offense. I mean, everyone's like, what are they going to do without Tyreek Hill? How are they going to be? What are they going to do without Tyreek? They seem to be doing just fine without, not that Tyreek Hill is not also thriving in Miami. Yeah. That Kansas city's offense ain't missed a beat. Tyreek Hill is one of the few QBs that are few wide receivers. That's QB proof, right? 
Like uh, we saw Larry Fitzgerald was like that in Arizona. Like John Skelton could throw him the ball, and he you know what? Though? We gotta game. we gotta give credit where credit's due. Two attack by Loa has looked good this year. He has. He's been great. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying you go from like MVP level QB and Patrick Mahomes down to you know league average, maybe a little bit better than league average the way two has been playing. Um, you know. And he's still putting up 177 pass yards. It doesn't matter. You could go down. He had a big game with Teddy Bridgewater. I think yeah. he was doing okay until Skylar Thompson got hurt. Right. My, uh, so he's just QB proof. My great know. white shark league team. I did something I very rarely do. I went wide receiver heavy early. My first two picks were Stefan Diggs and Tyree kill. Yeah. That team's doing, doing okay. There. Who are your running backs? Uh, I got Mixon is my RB one. Wow. Uh, I, you know, I might have got, got Tyreek Hill. I might have got Hill in the third round. Now that I think of, ah, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, I've got Mixon. I've got Raheem Mostert. I had Eli Mitchell, but he's dead. And um, when the Christian McCaffrey trade went down, I just happened to be sitting right at my computer. Foreman. So I boogied my butt over there and da 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 da, Dante Foreman. So <laughs> I like that. I mean, uh, the pretty good job you've done. It's all, you know. It's all hit or miss, I think, because Joe and I talked about this on Fantasy Pros because uh, he's a big wide receiver guy this year. And uh, I'm just I don't think I'm ever going to be. I just think there's more wide receivers to pick up off the wire uh, than there are running backs. The problem is, is that you can pick up all kinds of wide receivers on the wire. There's good ones out there. You just have no idea when to start them right. and when that that big game is going to come around when there is someone worth picking up at running back you know you're going to plug that guy in because he can play. I understand, I understand the logic so. behind drafted wide receivers early. I, and, you know, yeah. there are plenty of people this year that are saying that this year proves that you need an elite quarterback because, you know, there's that top four that has been just head and shoulders above everybody else. And so many, especially the veteran guys, have struggled. Guys like Brady and Stafford and uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers and whatnot. But I'm not ready. One year is just not big enough to sample size for me to say, no, you got to go spend that second or third round pick to get Josh Allen. Well, also, we could have some pretty decent QBs coming into the league this year in Bryce well, yeah, and C.J. Stroud to add you know, to that group. Burrow has moved up into the conversation, although he didn't look great this past week. I think Herbert will have a better second half of the season than he did the first half. I think he'll be in that you know, yep. five to seven range. And you look at what two is doing on a per week basis, especially if you take out that game against Cincinnati where he barely played. I think he's fifth or sixth in fantasy points per game. So, I mean, and two was not drafted at all as a starter. So it's not. Does it does it help in twenty twenty two to have one of those elite quarterbacks? Yeah, but I, it's not a death knell if you don't. And that's why I'm always going to be the guy who waits a little bit of quarterback. There's just too much depth, yeah. too many options available later. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The path to retirement is different for everyone. And as life changes, so do priorities. Fidelity can help you get where you want to go. With a free personalized plan, goal tracking, and timely insights, you'll be set to take on retirement, whether you're saving for it or already living in it. Get started at fidelity.com slash take on. Expenses charged by your investments and other costs and fees associated with trading or transacting in your account apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services member NYSE SIPC. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Um. It's in this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night. You, I'm either getting Mahomes, Lamar, someone up there, you know, uh, uh, or I am waiting until I, I can mean, get someone at the very end. I'm undefeated still in the Lister League that we're in together, and I get Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback there. So, oh man, I, I am not undefeated in the IDP Listener League. So, I just uh, <laughs> I beat Ash this past week, so I think I beat Ash and Allie in back to back weeks. I think I might have. I no, I think I ended up losing to Allie. Is that who I was playing this week? Let me just double check that. Like anybody uh, listening, um, you know. Oh, everyone cares about our fantasy teams, man. Of course they do. I am two and six. I'm in dead last. Gary is in first place, eight and zero, and I play Gary this week. Would it be not just the funniest thing ever? If my stupid team, I don't know, was the one to beat yours. What what kind of bye week issues I have? I don't think I have uh, very many. Yeah, you don't. You you're missing one wideout, looks like, and one defensive player. I think but, I'm missing more guys than you are. Oh yeah, so. I don't have uh, Deontay Johnson this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, how will you ever survive? I'm down Najee Harris, which you know what doesn't matter. So, uh, but. <laughs> Uh, it's been I that have, kind of year in Pittsburgh. <laughs> it has been. I'll replace him with Ken Walker, and I'll put DK Metcalf back uh, at my flex spot. Oh, you Metcalf. poor deer. Yeah, I know. It's hard. Well, I'm two and six. I got to beat eight and oh to even keep my head above the water here. But that is going to wrap it up for uh, the guest spot on the ITL Fantasy Football Podcast. Remember, follow Gary Davenport at IDP Sharks Gary uh, as a, a gift to you. I will not make you repeat all the places that you're at or your schedule. Just check him out at IDP Sharks. All of his great work is there. Gary does awesome stuff. I know you guys know him as the IDP guy, obviously. Also knows his stuff on the offensive side and probably talks more about that than the IDP side. But he is the godfather of IDP because he is the OG. And that is why I love doing shows with Gary. Knows his stuff inside and out. Thank you so much for uh, joining me here. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, man. Start your Packers if you got them this week. They can't get over on Detroit. They ain't getting over. (laughs) It's time. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.